Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. All right. So a lot of information here, but so far we've gone through planning for success and three questions that you need to ask there. Cross-channel traffic, two questions that you have to ask your, your agency, your internal team there. Avatar research, what they're doing for that, two questions. Testing creatives. And after the break here, we're going to get into the final set of questions, which are really the things that are going to help you propel your internal team or your internal agency or your outside agency to the next level of sales. And we'll get right into that after this quick break. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. And I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. All right. Welcome back to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. We are going through the 22 questions and the 10 key areas that you need to ask your agency, your internal team to achieve performance this year. You as the CMO, the one who's in charge, the chief marketing officer, the marketing manager. These are the types of challenges that you're facing. And this, this environment that we're in right now is not getting any easier. And there's a lot to learn. And hopefully these questions will be able to guide you in the right way. So we've covered a lot of ground so far. Make sure that you do pick up this guide over at tier11.com forward slash CMO. This is tier11.com forward slash 
CMO. We've got all the uh, the resources here, and you can actually use this as just sort of a checklist as you go into your marketing meetings every single week. You almost keep it in your briefcase or keep it in your iPad and refer to it. And you know, as you're in the meeting, just sort of scrolling through the guide and asking your agency or internal team some of these tough, radical candor type of questions. So the next step here is reactivity versus proactivity. And these are a couple of questions that you definitely need to ask. So reactivity versus proactivity. Can't say how often I've seen this when we've talked to businesses who are really struggling is that their internal teams are just reactive. Like you shake the trees and then all of a sudden they, they respond and start moving and things are shaken. And then it just sort of peters out. Instead of constantly coming to you with proactive ideas, hey, I'm going to try this. Hey, this is working. We're going to use this iteration of this video over here. Hey, we found that this messaging and this avatar and this ad copy and this visual really worked on this particular targeting inside Google Performance Max or inside Facebook or Snapchat or wherever it is. And we're going to do more of that. So hugely important to think about this. Like it's like the, without being asked, like you have so much that you are responsible for not only your job, but satisfying the CEO. Okay. If you're not already the CEO, but you have bosses that you have to report to and they want to see progress, right? So your agency, or your internal team should be giving you proactive progress, not just stuff that was last week. Last week is gone. What are they doing now to prepare for the future? And in saying that, there's some shocking data around this lack of confidence of most marketing leaders is that most marketing leaders are 14%, only 14% rate their team who work in their department as excellent. It's only 14%. 39% rate their team as just average or even below average. And to make matters worse, 43% of CMOs and marketing managers admit it's very difficult and time-consuming to find experienced and knowledgeable marketing people in their departments. And surprisingly, only 41% of CMOs and marketing managers have used outside contractors, outside specialists. Now, this is by no means an advocacy for using an agency. These are just the facts. And you can certainly, we have the entire references section inside this PDF download that you can get over at tier11.com forward slash CMO to double check our facts here. So, and we've certainly seen this. This is just sort of stating what we see on a regular basis. So 41% of CMOs and and marketing managers say they have never used contractors. But the funny thing is, is that 93% of those who have used outside contractors have had very positive experiences. So 93% is pretty high. That seems a little high to me, but still, the point is, is that you as a marketing manager, you probably need help. And maybe the best way to do it is to seek some outside help. Or if you can't find that highly specialized outside help, really ramp up the interviewing and the hiring process to get that help, to attract that help, which is a whole other thing unto itself. We've done a couple of episodes here on Perpetual Traffic about how to hire the right people. So to tease out proactivity versus reactivity, and this is so important, 
everyone. It's just so vitally important. And we actually have in our core values, we will do a podcast on, on our core values because we've sort of perfected these over time, at least you know, from our perspective, especially in a really dynamic industry, is initiative, is one of our five core values. And this is what proactivity versus reactivity is all about. It's almost like it's an embedded, genetically encoded trait. It's like, oh, I know things are going well, but what's going to happen two weeks from now? Well, I need to be proactive and constantly thinking about the future, not just like what I'm doing today, but, and you need those people that do stuff today, for sure. You need the doers, you need the producers, but you need a team that's always sort of thinking a few steps ahead. So Two of the questions that we like to ask are what processes do you use to plan out media and marketing and how often do you do it? So as a CMO, you want to get your ducks lined up in a row every quarter, right? Chances are the CEO is probably looking for your input on maybe a weekly basis, maybe a monthly basis, maybe a quarterly basis. You probably have a quarterly plan that you have to present. Well, this should be coming from your internal team should be coming from your outside agency. So planning ahead and prioritizing the important from the less urgent sets your business up for success. And this is the big difference between proactivity and reactivity. It's so easy to fall into this trap. And like I said before, it is human nature. So it's a hard one to deal with unless you're asking these tough questions, these radical candor type of questions. Second question is ask for quarterly business reviews. Every marketing department should be doing this for Either their internal group, their internal CMO, or an agency should be doing this. And a good agency will be dialed into your promotional calendar, like knowing what's coming up, what big sales events, what new product launches, what to work on now instead of later. Black Friday, Cyber Monday is coming up. They should have a plan 60 to 90 days in advance, not the week before Black Friday. Even if it's a month or two, like that's still pretty good or a month. It's better than most companies. The last thing that you need as the marketing manager is a reactive relationship where you're constantly the one that's pulling the train. You should not be the one. You should not be in the engine. You should not be pulling the train. You should be on the caboose in for the ride. And everyone else is sort of pulling the train. They're the ones who are throwing the coal into the into the engine. I don't even know how a steam engine really works, but I'm reading a book on it right now, but that's neither here nor there. The point is, is like, you should be somewhere, maybe not in the caboose. Maybe you should be somewhere in like, I don't know, like the cattle car. I, I don't know if this is really a great example, but you're, you shouldn't be the one that pulls them along. We hear this a lot when we talk to potential customers of tier 11 and the people just like you. It's like, oh, I have to kick them in the pants all the time. And, oh, they started off so great. And now they don't do anything. Or I had to remind them the Black Friday was coming up and it was only two weeks away. It's like, you know, your internal team should know all this. And you should, you should be the one that's, that's being proactive about having them be proactive, if that even resonates with you. Because I think it is important for you to think in advance so that they think in advance. But at the very least, they should be coming to you with ideas, you with a plan. Quarterly planning is how you do this. And it's absolutely essential. That's how you build a long-lasting relationship with a team that you trust and that you know is going to be proactive versus reactive. The next set of questions here has to do about expectations. So 83% of CEOs expect their CMOs to be the driver of revenue growth. We started with that a few minutes ago. 73% of CMOs are focusing on existing customers rather than developing new markets. 
Interesting. 73% of CMOs are focused on existing customers rather than developing new markets and new customer acquisition. New customer acquisition is the thing as a business. It's the lifeblood of a business. It's not just selling to the people who already know who you are, but it's one of the most difficult things to do in marketing. And less than 38% of CMOs wish to increase their digital know-how, but fewer than 28% of them want to increase their financial acumen, which is very interesting. Which means that, and CEOs are onto it, that CEOs are ready to fire their CMOs if no revenue goals are met. <laughs> That's a pretty high percentage. That's a third of CEOs are ready to fire their CMOs, which is a frightening thought if you're in that position because this is the, one of the most challenging jobs that there is in, in business. So questions that you can ask your team is, for example, if you're hiring an outside agency, all right, what can I expect when we start working together? New hires for your internal team. When you're working with them, you should always be in the know on everything from start to finish. I mean, you need to have clearly outlined sets of expectations how their success will be measured, and how you move forward. And setting those expectations will ensure both you and your internal team will develop a successful working relationship. Just substitute internal team for agency there. The, the point is, is you need to really get a good understanding of how and what you can expect when you do work together with those individuals. And then ask them, What's your onboarding process? What's it going to be like when I'm here and then maybe as an agency, you're bringing me on board or as a new person within your department, maybe you're just building out your internal department. You know, What's your onboarding process for what's the first things that you're going to do? What's your plan moving forward? And the importance of this question can't be overstated because everything you can expect moving forward will be a mirror image of how smoothly they make that onboarding process. The onboarding process is really important. We have certainly constantly improved on this as an agency, and it's something that we're constantly working on getting better and better at, and how long it takes, how efficiently everyone works together, really important things for you to know when you're entering into that relationship. The next set of questions have to do with clear, consistent communication. Certainly very important in any type of relationship. And the, the first question you should ask is, who will be my main point of contact on the team? Who's going to be reporting to me? You know, a decent agency will certainly have this, but who on your marketing team is your point of contact? If it's two or three or four people all coming to you, probably not the greatest solution. You should have somebody specifically that is handling the coordination of the project management of all the different projects, depending on how large your organization is. At the very least, if it's maybe two or three people, maybe you're that person. Maybe if you're a little bit larger, you have a team of people and you have one singular contact who's the one who really does manage the overall project. Another question we ask here, we recommend people to ask is, what form of communication will you use to keep in touch with myself on a regular basis? And if you have a virtual team, obviously you have to have internal processes for this, like Slack, is what we use, email, not quite as good. Project management software works extremely well there as well. So clear and consistent communication, at least asking those questions, if those are things that are falling down right now, it's vitally important. Hey guys, it's Kasim here. And 
I'm so sorry to be the doom and gloom guy, but I'm hoping this acts as a bit of a wake-up call for you. We've been talking a lot about how the iOS thing has advertisers flying blind, sprinkling in the rising cost of ads and supply chain issues. I think we have a real entrepreneurial challenge ahead of us. And the bad news is a lot of businesses are going to be washed away over the coming months. The good news is that the ones who adapt are going to come out even stronger. That's why it's important to focus on the things that you can control. Tighten up your website, improve your CRO, collect as much first-party data as you can, and test, test, and do more testing. And if you need help with that, go to our friends at Conversion Fanatics. They're running hundreds of tests in all sorts of industries, so they know what's working now. Check the show notes for the link, or you can visit them at conversionfanatics.com. Next up is concise reporting, and we did discuss this a little bit with cross-channel attribution. and But here's the big thing about reporting. The report that you get from your internal team or from your agency is probably the report you're going to use to present to your CEO. Or if you are the CEO, <laughs> this is like where the rubber really meets the road. But in most cases, most marketing managers that we work with, there is another authority that's usually the owner of the company. And so those reports, like what the agency or what the internal team is doing, is the lifeblood of the relationship between you, the marketing manager, and the person in charge or your boss. And it, it might be somebody just above you, or it might be the CEO. It could be you know, a leadership team, it sort of depends on what your corporate structure is. But the interesting thing is that CEOs, 80% of them don't trust or are unimpressed with their CMO. That, that is a very frightening statistic. And one that comes from that study by McKinsey and company, which shows sort of a lack of trust. And it's like I said, I mean, there's, there's a high turnover rate in the marketing manager job. We certainly have seen it over the course of time, and it's just the way that it is. But I think if you have these types of questions and this framework to be able to ask your internal team or to be able to frame how you communicate with your higher-ups, the better off you're going to be. Now, oddly, in comparison, 80% of CEOs don't trust their CMO, but only 10% of CEOs don't trust are unimpressed with their CFO. So this isn't just a jerk CEO issue that are highly demanding. That's okay. CIOs were the same thing, the same, the same percentage. Only 10% were, were unimpressed with their CIO. So you as the marketing manager, you're in a crucible here. Everyone is second guessing you, including probably in most cases, your CEO. Because it can change week to week. It really can. It depends on the results, especially if you're in performance marketing or you're, you're there to derive leads and sales and purchases through the internet, through performance marketing, as opposed to just brand marketing. You're definitely on the hot seat. And unfortunately, the person you might report to or the higher ups might not be as impressed with you as you think. But there's a way around this. So what you can do is ask your internal team or your agency these questions. So how are you responding to the various privacy events occurring right now? iOS, Google Chrome, obviously there's going to be plenty more. Another question is, do you have first, a first-party data plan to counter third-party data incursion? What first-party data are you capturing? Are you using CAPI integration or, or CAPI gateway for Facebook ads? Are you using Google Analytics for your Google ads? Do you have a third-party data source? Once again, 
attribution and knowing where the sales are actually coming from and how to steer your efforts are super important here. Next question that we recommend to people is, do you have a data warehouse or maybe a secondary source to pull data from our CRM? So a data warehouse is sort of a, a homegrown solution. Oftentimes you can do this through Google Data Studio, which is a great tool. Once again, Chris Mercer talks about that in the, in the shows. We'll make reference to that inside the show notes for those two great episodes there. But a lot of this has to do with concise reporting, and it has to do with knowing which activities or which platforms or, or which initiatives are working the best and which aren't working. And having your internal team or your agency be upfront about, hey, this didn't work. Like that's more on the radical candor side. And I think it really does start with high quality, concise reporting, because like we said before, CEOs, unfortunately for you, the marketing manager, they really don't trust you. And the data shows it, especially in the references inside the guide here. So once again, you can get this guide over at tier11.com forward slash CMO. And we'll finish up with our last three questions here. Quality control is the next one. Super, super important. How do you define quality control? What's your process to ensure my brand is always represented as it should be? What kind of checks and balances do you have in place to make sure that you know mistakes are always going to get made? We are humans after all. But if you're doing a dynamic creative campaign, for example, and you're doing it for different products, how do you know that the copy is going to match the image and so forth? So there's there's questions you should ask here, especially if you have multiple SKUs, especially in the e-commerce world. And once again, when you're when you're managing hundreds of thousands of, of ads, some of these mistakes will happen. Granted, the the job of a CMO or marketing manager is really is to minimize these mistakes by asking the right questions and keeping your team, your internal team, or your agency honest. So defining quality control and any good agency or good internal team is fully, fully aware of your brand, having your brand guidelines, also processes that are set up for quality control to make sure everything is met with premium quality. When they first start doing their work, is there going to be some sort of internal or external through you and your team process that's done before ads are set live? Ask about this whole process in quality control because it's super important. And last but not least, reviews with purpose. This is a great way for you to, to ask questions that builds confidence, reduces stress, and sets you up for success. So when it comes to reviews, I'm not just talking about monthly or quarterly reviews, but I'm talking about like a review of the entire team. I'm not talking performance appraisals necessarily, but yeah, quarterly reviews. How are they actually doing? And one of the methodologies, not a very sexy name, but it is a methodology that does work extremely well, is a methodology that we refer to as SALSA, S-A-L-S-A. And it really comes from sort of a theoretical analysis on artificial intelligence, which we'll have references in all the notes here, as well as you can get the download, obviously over at tier11.com forward slash CMO. But SALSA is like this. For example, like if you're interviewing an outside agency, The S stands for search for digital marketing agencies you'd like to interview. You then appraise them, which is the A, appraise their abilities against your goals. And then you synthesize 
or combine components to form a connect whole to determine if they meet the requirements that you're looking for. So your goal, if you're interviewing outside people for your internal team, is to assess, to search for them, appraise how their abilities will align with your goals, sort of synthesize in your mind what that ideal person looks like or that ideal agency looks like, and then last but not least, analyze. So look at their past clients, maybe their past work. We do this for all our creative folks. We do this for our media buyers. We have them run through a series of tests in a 30-day trial. Like We do this analysis not when they actually sign the agreement to work with us, but also it's an ongoing 30-day review when they first come out. They're, in essence, sort of still interviewing. And I recommend that you do this for your internal team, but also do this with your with your agency. The cost of switching agencies is is pretty significant for a for a business. So having all the questions laid out like we've talked about in this episode are really important. But at the end of the day, you have to analyze what they've done, what their past performance is, and see if what they have done, what they've accomplished is in line with the marketing that you need for your business. So that is the process called Salsa that we use. Like I said, we'll have some links in the show notes to that as well. So the three things that you need to ask are similar in a lot of ways to some of the other questions that we've had, but but very different are, for example, will I get a monthly or quarterly review? So it's an important that you know that your internal team will be looking at all your data, but they also will report the data back to you. Clear and concise reporting is obviously super important, but what will you get? Will you get monthly reviews? Will you get weekly reports? Will you get daily communication? Really be clear on these types of reviews. And reviews in some cases are maybe every single day. Will we be doing a 15 minute check-in? Like you know, the Rockefeller habits, a standing meeting just to make sure we're all on the same page. You know, whatever your level of comfort is, and it might sort of vary based upon your size of your business, or the size of your internal team, but all these questions are really vitally important. Next one is how will reviews take place? They might be review calls or maybe in person, and how do they actually plan them? Super important to ask. And the last question is what metrics will we be reporting on in those reviews calls? So you're not wasting anyone's time. So that is it. That is the 10 areas that you need to be mindful of if you're a CMO or a marketing manager to make sure that your internal team or your agency is up to snuff. And there's 22 questions across 10 super important areas of marketing just for a review, planning for success, cross-channel traffic, avatar research, testing creatives, reactivity versus proactivity, expectations, clear communication, concise reporting, quality control, and having reviews with purpose. And to get all of this in a nice little cheat sheet download that you can put on your laptop or have open when you're in your meetings, your Zoom calls with your marketing team and asking them these questions that are all available over at tier11.com forward slash CMO. So I want to thank you for listening and make sure that you do subscribe and leave a rating wherever you're listening. Of course, let us know what we can do better over at perpetualtraffic.com forward slash better. This actually was the answer to a question that we had and that I get a fair amount is what are the questions that you guys actually ask when you're interviewing potential customers and questions that you recommend to have 
businesses ask of agencies, making sure that that both sides are staying honest with this whole thing. It's important for both sides to not interrogate, but ask the types of questions that really will uncover the best match for you and your business. And uh, we found that through perpetualtraffic.com forward slash better. So I appreciate your feedback there. Follow myself and Kasim over on Twitter. I'm Ralph HB. And go back and listen to previous episodes. We'll leave a lot of links in the show notes over at perpetualtraffic.com, as well as a link back to the 22 questions across 10 areas of marketing that you must ask to hire the right internal team or the right external agency. That's over at tier11.com forward slash CMO. Until next show, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic, 